Hey everybody, here on the Packaday Podcast, we're all about look good, play good, and that's why I'm super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Oakley is changing the game and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run, golf, work out, or just want to look like Aaron Jones? Then you need to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Last season, I saw Aaron Jones wearing his signature Oakley sunglasses and I knew I had to have a pair. My Oakleys fit me perfectly and I've loved Oakley style since I was a kid. There's just that extra boost of confidence I get when I'm wearing them and that's why I wear them every single day. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses that allow for an expression of your own unique personality, there's more than meets the eye. With summer just around the corner, you're going to want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now. Check out oakley.com to get yourself a pair. Personally, I'm a huge fan of the frog skins. Did you know that Oakley even offers prism lens technology? What the hell is that, you ask? It's a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. Want to know more? I know you do, so head over to oakley.com and uh, do your own research. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can assure you, Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head over to oakley.com for more information today. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Welcome back, Packers fans, to the Pack-A-Day Podcast, the Thursday edition of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I am one half of your crew, Jason Perrone. You can find some of my work over at Game On Wisconsin, and that work is called the Quick Slides Podcast, which is on a brief hiatus. With me, as always, of Packer Report is Mark Eckel. It's June, Mark. Yeah, we're in the June. It was June last week, too. We brought in the month, and we're we're still in it now, and... This is that time of this kind of like yeah, that dead. Getting closer. It's kind of that dead time of the NFL season, though, where there's nothing going on. Yeah. There isn't much happening. I know there were some OTAs, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. Actually, we have a kind of a fun topic to talk about today. We want to talk about the the odds, the win totals, and how we feel about where Green Bay sits. So, as far as Vegas is concerned, Mark, you had some good numbers here. Tell us where we're currently at. Well, the over under is seven and a half, and I love the over. I've been saying that to anybody that asked me. I, I actually do a show. I think it's NBC Sports, whatever, in Washington. It's called By the Book, and I'm on every week, and we talk football. And we, it's a betting show, obviously, By the Book. And I, you know, one of my best bets this year is the, the over number on the Packers at seven and a half. I just people think because they, you know, I think the general consensus on the Packers this year from you know the the casual fan in LA or the casual fan out where you're in Phoenix or down here in South Carolina. You know, the person just, you know, they watch football, but they're not, they have their own team. They're not, they don't really follow the Packers, say, very closely. Is oh, Packers got rid of Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to be any good. And I don't think that's the case at all. I think they're not, again, I'm not predicting a Super Bowl by any means, but I am predicting the playoffs. I think they're, I think they're going to win 10 games and make the playoffs. So the odds that we have today are the exact, you can bet exact on the exact number of wins from zero to 17. And, the the favorite odds is only seven wins, which is um, eleven to two or five and a half to one. That's that's the, and then six is next at six to one. If you think the Packers are going seventeen and zero, that's three hundred to one. Could uh, make a nice no, little so don't, don't make some money on, on yeah. That. Make yourself some nice cash on that one. Yeah. Uh, now, if you think they're going to go zero and seventeen, it's only seventy to one. They're not going zero and seventeen. No. Save your money there too. No. 
Was it weren't, weren't the Lions? Am I remembering wrong? Did the did the Texans go winless, or was it the Lions in 08, the last team that went winless? No, the Lions were the last. Jeez, God, that. that um, yeah, that, well, do you remember? Yeah, Houston won. A, I think right, Houston won a game. Didn't they, they did. Yeah, they did. I, I do you remember? Wrong, do, do you remember that uh, the Packers were the last game on the schedule that year for Detroit? <laughs> yes, 2008. That was Joe Barry's defense, by the way. I'm sure that they had nothing to work with, but Joe Barry, Joe Barry led that defense, defensive effort, or whatever you want to call it. So he's very familiar with that season. So I'm going to assume his goal is to not replicate that effort. And this Packers team is way too talented to go zero and six. Well, sixteen back then, zero and seventeen now. It's not going to happen. But it is noteworthy that no, that's no. That, that that's not the lowest odds of any of anything. It's the 15, no seventeen and zero is. 15, 16, 17 wins there. So yeah, I mean, I think if it's if it's me, I you know slam the over and get your bets in wherever you can. If you're in a place where you can make a futures bet, I would I would definitely take that bet because I we talked about it last week. It's it's the players have to go out and execute, but there's a lot of excitement about this young team, and I think there's something that is good and infuses a lot of energy with young, bright-eyed players who are all playing hard. For their next contract, I think even the veterans on this team now, if you think of the, the guys that are stepping into a big leadership role, obviously David Bakhtiari, but I'm even talking about guys younger than him. Kenny Clark, Russell Douglas, uh, Kayshawn Nixon, like those are still youngish guys too. This is a very young team. Right. And there's no reason to well, think that the- there's no there's there's just no reason to think that they can't at least like you said I mean when when's... I think they're I think they're gonna win nine ten games I really do and that might get the it- schedule first of all if you look at their schedule that daunting mm-hmm. I don't think do you no no it's not bad at all they don't have yeah, a- I don't think the division's very strong no it's not not bad I mean it depends on how you know I mean the AFC West I mean yeah they have to play the Chiefs and the Chargers but those games are both at Lambeau Field they do have to travel to they do have to travel to Vegas to take on the Raiders but we don't know how good the Raiders are going to be I'm not worried about the Broncos yeah not worried about Denver I'm not worried yeah I think I think they can split those four games split those I was gonna say at Pittsburgh that's the like the extra AFC game that'll be a tough Mm -hmm. one just because it's you know a long road trip yeah I just I mean I don't know I guess the one biggest worry that I have if, if like I remember a couple of years ago we did a thing with your biggest concern going into the season would be and you know this but this you could say this about 20 to 32 teams or 25 maybe to 32 teams if Jordan Love were to get hurt mm-hmm. they don't have a they they have very nothing they have you know a rookie fifth round pick and a guy that's never thrown a pass in the NFL as their two backup quarterbacks right now so that would be a major concern I guess if you don't, you know, but like I said, you could say that about probably 20 some teams in the, in, in the league, right? If, if Joe Burrow gets, I mean, the Bengals were one of their favorites to, to go to Super Bowl, right? And justifiably so. But if, if Joe Burrow were to get hurt, I think that all of a sudden the Bengals aren't very good either, right? Right. No, definitely not. I mean, yeah, if love goes down, the Packers are suddenly going to be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, <laughs> which is not, you know, any big badge of honor. I mean, he's a great player. I'm sure he's going to be a good pro, but you don't want to... <laughs> You know, you don't want to have to start no, over there. Like and I mean, I just again, like like you said earlier, this is a, a a young team, but they're they have a good. It's young, but it, but they have some like some of those young guys that you might like. Like Kenny Clark is still young, but he's been in the league forever, mm-hmm. so he's 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 experienced. Mm-hmm. They, to me, the only where they're really young and and you don't know a lot is a, is wide receiver and tight end. Mm-hmm. 
tight end. They're, they're, they're gonna they're gonna go with the two rookies, but I think these two rookies could be pretty good. A wide receiver, they have a bunch of the guys that are either in their second year or a rookie. But the second year guys, you know, Dobbs and Watson in particular, and then Tory as well, and I guess Melton and then uh, this other kid Cotton. But 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 Dobbs and Watson, they you know they they got they got they more than got their feet wet last year. They they showed what they could do. They 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 each had. They reach hurt for a little bit, which isn't good. But they both had some really great catches, some really good games. I, I think they complement each other very well. So yeah, they're young. But if you're going to be young, I think I, that's where I want to be young at wide receiver. The offensive line is is it's not old, but it's seasoned. Mm-hmm. You know, back to Yari, like you said, he he's been around. You know, he's an All Pro. Jenkins is, and and they're both healthy now. Back to Yari and Jenkins are healthy. That 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 wasn't the case a year ago. You know, Myers is in his fourth year now. Runyon's in his fourth year now. I think is Myers third. No, Myers is in his third, third year. I'm sorry, Myers is in his third year. Third. Runyon's in his fourth year. You know, then Tom's young, but it's 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 not a it's a it's where you want your offensive line to be, I think. And then running backs, Aaron Jones and Aaron, and AJ Dillon are both veterans at this point. I think also the offense is more heavily going to go through them, and I think that. Jordan Love will honor, not that Aaron Rodgers checked out of every run, but I think Love will honor the opportunities to run the football. And I don't know that you'll have as much as many checks as as Rodgers did. I think sometimes he would try to outsmart the defense almost to the detriment of the offense because we joked about the hand signals and the receivers and all that kind of stuff. And it was like he wanted to just telepathically beat the other team. And it's like the football still matters. So, yeah, those running backs are going to help. And I think based on that and, and yeah, I mean, the year two Watson and Romeo Dobbs is a lot, a lot better than the typical formula you see in Green Bay yes. because they've had so many good veteran receivers for such a long time that they never had to play rookies as much as they did last year. And so they come in very chiseled, very ready. And that's, that's a great thing in the case of a Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. That's why this seven and a half, it's like, hey, these guys Second. are – you know, have, have played a lot of football already. Well, let me run through as we get along. Let's run through people don't have these odds. I'm going to, this is the number of wins. This is the exact number. So if you think they're going to go seven and 10, the odds are, like I said, that, that's the favorite. That's 11 to two, five and a half to one plus five fifty If you bet a hundred, the next is six. If they go six and 11, the odds are six to one. Mm-hmm. So the odds say they're going to have a losing record. I so. Now nine wins is thirteen to two, six and a half to one. Uh, five wins, five wins, five and twelve. You're talking about would be seven to one. Now what, where I check in at ten, ten and seven is eight to one. Eleven wins, eleven and six would be nine and a half to one. Mm-hmm. Four and thirteen would be eleven to one. Uh, Twelve and five is fourteen to one. Three, three wins only would be sixteen to one. Thirteen wins, which is what Matt Lafleur accomplished his first three years in the league is 25 to one two wins is 33 to one 14 wins is 45 to one one win one in 16 would be 50 to one zero is 70 to one 15 is 80 to one 16 is 200 to one and 17 is 300 to one so that's what whatever you know said this is courtesy of bet online sports i'm sure i'm sure other other books have the same thing here's my thing like who sits down? Because they do this for every team in the in the in the league. Who sits down and does it? Probably a team of people. I mean, it's yeah, and, and again, be, right? and again, you have to remind everybody that this is not like somebody sitting down and saying this is how good. 
the Packers are going to be. This is these are numbers that the betting sites or the you know whatever you call it the the house needs to have enough money on both sides. So that's that's the other thing about gambling that and most gamblers know this already. They're kind of probably rolling their eyes at this point, but it's not like oh. The Packers, what's happening is, is that the most money is going on both sides at seven and a half. And so that's why Vegas that's is saying, want, hey, right. that's, that's, those are the odds there. But, and that's why you see teams that are heavily favored and then they get upset in a game. And it's like, well, what is Vegas doing? It's like, well, it was us because we were willing to put as much money on one side as the other. There were as many people that thought that, that the other team was going to win as the team that was favored was going to win. That's how that ended up coming out. It's a money thing. And I think I, I right. probably over explain that a lot of times. But this is just okay. it's just interesting to me because yeah, it does it, of sorts. It's it's trying to get equal money because if there's equal money back, it's gonna make ten percent. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. I just you know, and the other the other thing too is if if you if you care about this stuff or not from a mental perspective, take as much of pressure and expectations off this team as possible. I mean, that sounds good to me. For them to come out and oh, say, yeah, hey, you know, most are only expecting us to win seven games. Well, you won eight last year and you played pretty bad in 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 stretches. You know, that stretch and where – mm-hmm. And, had, and had, they had significant injuries last year. Yeah. I thought. I mean, from the like I said, beginning of the season, Bakhtiari and Jenkins were not – Bakhtiari didn't play. Jenkins tried to play, was not himself for at least a month. I mean, remember, he, was, he didn't play well at all for a while. We mm-hmm. had him at tackler and moving him around. You know, Bakhtiari was in and out. So that, you know, those two. Then you had, you know, let's be honest, Rodgers did play with a busted up thumb mm-hmm. for half the year, more than half the year. You know, you had, and Dobbs and Watson, they, they didn't play much together, if you remember. I mean, Watson was in, and Dobbs, they only played a handful of games at the, you know, they were both healthy, only a handful of games. And you had, you know, on defense, you lost Gary for the second half of the year. Yep. You know, that's a, their, their best player. And then you had, you had some other injuries here and there. Guys missing a game, a couple games here, a couple games. Which happens. It happens. Listen, football guys get hurt. I understand that. And it's going to happen again This to every team again. Watson and Dobbs were not on the field together very often because it was like when one was out, the other one was back. Right. They only play. I mean, they didn't play much together at all, right? I mean, toward the end they didn't. That's when the team started playing better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I just, like, again, I, again, and I maybe, you know, I'm a, listen, I'm a Packer fan, but I'm also a realist. Like, I'm I'm not the guy that tells you, oh, they're going to go, they're going to win a Super Bowl every year. I'm, you know. I just think this team, like I said, if you look at, the, you know, there are some good, very good players on, on this team. You got, when healthy, the best left tackle in the game, I think. Arguably the best left guard in the game. A great running back. I think I think a top-tier running back in mm-hmm. Aaron Jones. Now you got some young guys that just, we said are at receiver and tight end. and But that's three players on the offense that I think are in the top tier at their, their, their positions. On defense, you got Rashawn Gary. Now he's not, he may not start the season. We'll see how he comes back from the ACL, but he's one of the top pass rushers in the game. Kenny Clark, I think, is one of the top nose tackles in the game. Mm-hmm. Jair Alexander is one of the top corners in the game. Yep. And then you got other guys that can't you know, Quay Walker had a pretty good rookie year, had some ups and downs like any rookie, but he you know, he can come on. Campbell two years ago was one of the best inside linebackers. Last year a little you know, wasn't he wasn't as bad as people thought, he just wasn't as good as, as he was the year before. Rosal Douglas is a good corner. They're going to put him back outside where he belongs. He makes plays. So I mean, there there are there's talent on this on this on both sides of the ball. I think mm-hmm. that's the thing. A lot of people aren't are are just looking at the offensive side of the ball. Love what's love going to do? The receivers are young. The tight ends are young. It's like don't forget about this defense. I mean, we made I made a point a couple of shows ago of if 
the offense is only having to score 20 points a game. That's not a, a super high bar to, to have to reach for. I agree 100% with that. And, and here's the other thing. Something that we used to be very, very worried about and concerned with, I'm not that worried and concerned anymore. That's special teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, the Packers last year got better, and, and this whole offseason was, was kind of geared toward keeping special teams together and getting better yet. Now, there is one concern, and, that, and that's a kicker, but we'll see. I trust Rich Bisaccia that whoever's kicking for him will, will kick well for him. Hey everybody, here on the Packaday Podcast, we're all about look good, play good, and that's why I'm super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Oakley is changing the game and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run, golf, work out, or just want to look like Aaron Jones? Then you need to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Last season, I saw Aaron Jones wearing his signature Oakley sunglasses and I knew I had to have a pair. My Oakleys fit me perfectly and I've loved Oakley style since I was a kid. There's just that extra boost of confidence I get when I'm wearing them and that's why I wear them every single day. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses that allow for an expression of your own unique personality, there's more than meets the eye. With summer just around the corner, you're going to want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now. Check out oakley.com to get yourself a pair. Personally, I'm a huge fan of the frog skins. Did you know that Oakley even offers prism lens technology? What the hell is that, you ask? It's a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. Want to know more? I know you do, so head over to oakley.com and uh, do your own research. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can assure you, Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head over to oakley.com for more information today. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I hope so. That's points on the board. You can't discount right. that. You can't discount that at all. It's it's incredibly key that that is, that that is a is a performer. I mean, we've been pretty lucky. We had Chris Jackie, then we had Ryan Longwell, who was very good. There was yep. one year of Dave Rayner, and then yeah. Mason Crosby was drafted. But Rayner didn't kick awful. He wasn't terrible. That was in 06. He wasn't like the right, worst. They've had a bad kicker in, in a long time. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember who kicked before Chris Jackie. I don't remember if that. Uh, you know that there was probably a couple of kickers in between Zendejas. Yeah, they, that's like, when they went through a little bad stretch there. They, yeah. they 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 were going. They were cutting. You know, they 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 got into that kicking carousel. I call it where and that never. You know, you bring a guy in and he misses, and you cut him. You bring another guy in and he misses one. You cut him and you bring another. It just keeps going round and round and round, and it never, it never, you know, and you never get it right until you get the guy, the guy. And they did with Chris Jackie. 
Yeah, and he then, did. Like, and then drafted Crosby. Yeah, drafted Crosby, drafted Carlson. So we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll see. You know, every GM well, I, gets. I, I, I asked this earlier. When I can't remember the last year where expectations for the Green Bay Packers were were this low nationally. Not not Green not Green Bay fans or even in Wisconsin, but where the over-under on their wins was seven and a half. I still People maintain that they were not high in 08. I guess when, well, when they went from Favre to Rodgers, right? Yeah. That's a long time ago. Nationally, there was not a lot of confidence yet. Probably 09 also, because they didn't do well in 08, although you and I have talked about this a few times. They they had they lost a lot of close games in 08. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing going into 09, people were probably still thinking, eh, they're not that good. And then they made the playoffs in 09. Right. Yeah, they – but Rodgers still had a 4,000-yard season in 08, and I think a lot of the close games and stuff like that, maybe there was more optimism. I, I, I'm trying to think back to myself, and I think that was way back before I was doing, like, any writing or podcasting, and I was kind of more fanning it out and not thinking – of it more from a a realistic standpoint, like way more emotional. And so of course I expected to win. I hated the bears, hated the Vikings. Like, and in 09, like Brett Favre's with the Vikings, like let's take them out. Yeah. Uh, There was, there was a singular vendetta on my mind at that point there. That was a tough season from a, from a Packers versus Vikings standpoint, because they got swept that first game at Lambeau. And then they actually know the first one was in Minnesota. That was a Monday night game. And then, the, the game at Lambeau, like not great. Didn't didn't really didn't really enjoy that too much. Former Viking year, the Vikings won a division that year. Yeah, and lost to the New Orleans. Yeah, and went far through the interception. Yep. After he was Childress, Childress got messed up. They had to delay a game, and then they then the interception. Well, if I'm remembering correctly, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they he he did bungle that too. Yeah, and that and he didn't last the rest of the next season. He didn't. He only lasted half the year. In fact, I think they let him go after the Packers loss. Yes, I believe you're right. Yeah, when they lost to the Packers in in Minnesota the second time, hasta la vista to former Vikings quarterback <laughs> Brett Favre. Or not not Favre, uh, Childress, but Brett um, but Brett Brett Favre led that team until he didn't at the end of the season. So uh, you know, former former Vikings great Brett Favre. We don't claim <laughs> him anymore. So uh, some of us might, but but yeah, I mean, I, I it's it's you know just kind of a fun conversation to have here because again I just I think the Packers are just kind of hanging out sneaking out they're going to be on the radar from a media standpoint because there's love and Rodgers comparisons all over the place I mean even at OTAs some of the media were asking him like hey did you take anything away from how Aaron expressed his or exhibited leadership and what you plan to do and of course right now love is very much wide-eyed and excited about taking the reins, being the guys like I want to bond with my teammates, talk to my teammates and all this kind of stuff. But he's going to find too, that as, as you grow in the game and time moves on, things change. I mean, he might always be one that talks to his other, to his teammates, his receivers and all that kind of stuff too. And, and plenty of veterans did that all throughout their career, but it'll be interesting to see as, as the years go on. And hopefully we get a chance to see many years of Jordan love. Cause that means he worked out. Right. And if he's, I'm going to say this, I think love, is as prepared, if not more prepared, to take over for Rodgers than Rodgers was to take over for Favre. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think he's had, yes, it's a different amount of attention too because I'll just, from what I remember about Mike McCarthy, I think he worked with Rodgers and yeah, he went through the quarterback school and all that kind of stuff too, but McCarthy was very like tunnel vision coach. 
He was very mm-hmm. focused on the team at hand, Favre. Yeah, we got this other kid over here. I'll work with him a little bit. But I think Love is getting and has been getting a lot more attention and opportunity from Matt LaFleur, who is well, a former that, who's a former quarterback. I, well, two things. There's two reasons why I say that. One is, and I'll give Rodgers credit here, Rodgers has helped Love those last three years more than Favre ever helped Rodgers. And Favre didn't help Rodgers at all. Right. So, and, you know, even when you hear Rodgers talk now in New York, he, he says good things about Jordan Love. So there's that part of it. And then the other part is, now Love's rookie year was a wash because of COVID. So he didn't even, they, there wasn't even, if you remember, there wasn't, there was a abbreviated training camp and no preseason. So that kind of, that, that year was basically just a classroom year for him. But then, but last year, Rodgers hardly practiced. Mm-hmm. If you remember, all, you know, after he broke his thumb, he he practiced like Friday. He, Wednesday and Thursday, Love was out there getting most of the reps, Yep, which is big. That didn't happen with, with Favre and Rodgers. Favre got all the reps, you know? Yep. So, I, yeah, I, I just I, I think Love is, while he's a first-time starter, he's been around. Like, he, he I, again, I, I don't want to have my – I know my, my expectations are probably – higher than most but I, I just think he's going to be ready to play I really do I think he's ready to I don't think he's going to be like a wide-eyed you know deer in the headlights kind of oh my god I'm out here starting now I think he's ready I think he's more than ready when you come up against the divisional opponents like I think against the really really good teams naturally he's going to struggle because they probably have really good pass rush yeah. and that's where he's that's where he's really going to get tested but again the schedule sets itself up I think love is at least going to do the minimum that he can and that he needs to in order to make the offense move. And they've got I agree. And they've got enough players that can score points. And if they can get any contribution at all from special teams, like if Kayshawn can house yep. a couple um or even or even give him good field position. Good I mean, field position and something simple and Carlson doesn't isn't a complete dumpster kicking the football. Like the Packers can definitely be an overachiever very, very easily. Seven is less than half. So to me, and again, we're not used to this. Thirty years of winning football, we're not used to seeing the Packers go eight and eight. These ain't these ain't the Forrest Gregg years where it was eight and eight every year, yeah. everyone joked, which, you know, there were some better and some not. But that's an easy bar to achieve. And this this is not a rookie quarterback. This is his fourth year in the league. No. He's handled his, his business very well. I think he's worked very hard to get himself ready, keep himself in shape, like you said, working out with his teammates, saying the right things, um, you know, being inclusive with his his teammates. All all of the things that young quarterbacks do, and I think Rodgers did that stuff when he was younger too. It changed yes. over time, and so we can expect over time that Jordan Love will probably change too. But again, like I said, going to go nuts. I don't know about. I mean, when you say go nuts, like you know, start start talking about uh, the medical community. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. I, no, Rodgers is a very Rodgers is a very unique uh, type of cerebral that I don't thank God think will be duplicated and that we won't see again. So, I mean, he was a great quarterback and did some great things on the football field. Yes. You know, you don't have to love your favorite athletes. You know, if if you're a fan of the sport, as long as they're just decent human beings. And they play okay football. He, that's he went okay. nuts. He went goofy. Yeah, he, he just went goofy. On he that. had a lot of opinions on on stuff, and then it was just a lot of this and backtracking and all kinds of stuff. But that's sports too, you know, ebbs and flows. I mean, look look at the PGA Live thing right now. Yeah. I mean, how that looks too. It's like this is it today, and then tomorrow it'll be something else. So yeah, it's you it's you're right. There's so many there's so many but ebbs I, and there's so many ebbs and flows. But I, to you know to put a bow on it, honestly, this. 
I, I don't see any reason why the pack. I mean, it, it's it's almost insulting. Are you insulted? Seven and a half? Yes, <laughs> I am. I, yeah. I, I, I And I don't get it. I, I And I do get it. I get it because, like I said, the Money. national, the casual fan sitting in Philadelphia rooting for the Eagles, the, the casual fan sitting in New Orleans rooting for the Saints, his thing is, oh, man, Packers, they got rid of Rodgers. They're not going to be any good. That's just that, you know, if you ask it, just say, what do you think of the Packers? Oh, they, 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 Rogers is gone. They're not. Uh, that's not. They're not good. Mm-hmm. Not knowing all the stuff that we just talked about, Cause, and I, and just like you know, we don't know about the Saints or whatever. You know, what I mean, but I'm telling you, I think this team's. I, this team, if you ask me, and I usually people do, <laughs> before like, give me a surprise team this year. Give me a sleeper team. I'm putting the Green Bay Packers right near the top of that sleeper list. Yep. Along with the Atlanta Falcons, just to throw that out there. That'd be an interesting one. Yeah, I think. I mean, they're. I think they're going to be better than people think too. Yeah, that's what makes it fun is when teams overachieve and and they just kind of come out You're of nowhere. And, the Diamondbacks are doing it now in baseball. Well, you know, I know all about that. But I will tell you, uh, my bet while we're talking about betting, and I've had this conversation with a lot of local fans here too who cannot stand me. So for those who think like some of my Packers takes get a little hot rod or red hot or negative, which I've tried to curtail over the past couple of years. I'm equally like that with the Arizona team. So I will tell you right now, my money is still on that the Diamondbacks will get the memo that it's July and August <laughs> and the All-Star break, and you can expect the usual July, August, and September performance from that team. We'll see. I, they do I this know. They do this every year. Although this year, I will say that they they do well, but like this this year's team is definitely winning some games and overachieving, and they think they might have maybe realized that the bullpen matters. Mm-hmm. So I know we're not a baseball show, but we'll no, see. Just... But we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But were there any other uh, – you maybe didn't look through all, all the teams. Like um, were there any other – so I'll just, I'll just tell you this. Within the division here – the Vikings' uh, best odds, or or the uh, I guess I say the, the lowest odds, the right? Favorite. Yeah, the the favorite. Fa- yeah, are are was eight wins, so that's only one better than, or actually it's eight and a half. Okay. Uh, well, no, I, it's eight. It's it's oh, you're right. It's eight. It's eight wins. Uh, the, the Detroit exactly. Lions are at ten. See that? And the Bears are also at seven. The Bears are at seven, and they have five to one. So the Packers are only a half a point better odds wise. There, I mean, there, there are some sites that, that think the Packers are going to come in last place. I'm not. That's not one of mine. <laughs> well, that's that's what these kind of are saying. Almost, it's like the the Bears and Packers are at seven, and then you've got eight uh, Minnesota at eight, and Detroit winning the division with ten, even though they don't have their best receiver for a good part of the season. See, I think the Lions are going to disappoint a lot of people this year. I really do. I don't. Everyone's gung ho on the Lions because like, they went nine and eight last year. I mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not. I'm. I think they'll be okay. They're not. They're not that. They're not your father's lions. Where they're. They're. They're not going to go. Oh, like we talked about them going. Oh, and sixteen. And, no, they're not going to be terrible. But I don't know if they're going to win ten games. I don't. I'm not sure. They're. They're. A, I mean, everyone loves Campbell. He's. You know, he's funny and he does crazy things. And I'm still not a Jared Goff fan. Well, he played well within the system and somehow got it done last year. I mean, they beat the Packers twice. That helps. The Packers played two of their worst. And still didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, they played. The Packers played two of their worst games against the Lions. Rodgers played two of his worst games. Yeah, he definitely did. But that's that's the. I'm not sold on the Lions. I'm not sold on the Vikings, and and the Bears are not good. Oh, and if the and if the Lions underachieve, if I mean if 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 they're closer to eight or nine, then the Packers are any any of these teams can win this division, and it might only take, like I said, it might only take nine wins to win the the North, and then guess what? The Packers made the playoffs, and yep. if the Packers make the playoffs, even if they have the same record 
as last year, and Aaron Jordan Love is the quarterback, then it, it's still going to be a thing. The media will pump that narrative and talk that narrative all, all, all the way through and up and down yeah, and yeah. say, oh, Aaron Rodgers left. If yeah. they make the playoffs, it's a, it's a successful season. Huge. Hugely. And then when you get into it, who knows? They were the last, when they won the Super Bowl, the last time they won a Super Bowl, they were the sixth seed. Yep. Nobody was picking them to win the Super Bowl that when they were six seed. Yeah, and these sometimes it's better when you have players that haven't been there before and they're like, hey, what? let's just go out and play and, and try to win this game versus a, a team full of veterans that's like, oh, it's the wild card round of the playoffs and I've seen this before. And, you know, old habits die hard. And and the you know, the Packers have gotten rid of a lot of old habits over this these last couple months. <laughs> so yeah, they they're, in, they're in pretty good shape. So I'm assuming this probably was not the subject of any of your work over at Packer Report. What's up now? What's coming up? No. Up now is the story on the defense. I say that the defense is going to be better than it was last year. And I give you four reasons why. Okay. So that's up there now. Coming soon will be a story about the offensive line. Okay. Very good. Off-season stuff. It's uh, We're going to have some real football to talk about soon enough. Remember, I said it's it's we're in June, so training camp opens next month, and yeah. it's going to be time to get rolling and, and somehow gear up for that opener in Chicago week one. Can't wait. Definitely can't yeah. wait. So thanks, everybody, for riding along with the Thursday edition of the Pack-A-Day podcast. We will be back next week with – Another fun topic to talk about. If anybody has any questions or thoughts or ideas, feel free to tweet at either myself or Mark. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jason Perone. And Mark, you always have to remind me of your Twitter handle. Mark Echo 8 Thanks again, everybody. Take care of yourself wherever you're at. Hope your summer's off to a great start. And as always, go Pack Go. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.